So I remember when you came to the Rabbitohs, I think it was 1988, was that right? Yeah, 88 was my first year. And um, I, I was there in 87, and I know, I've told you this story before, but this bloke turned up at training at, um, where was it? it, Centennial Park, and I think you had a mow and a singlet on, and I thought, who's this bloke? Where does he come from? And then, I think that year you scored the most tries in the NRL. Well, no, it's certainly behind Blakey, but... Yeah, look, to be honest, mate, I'll tell you, big motivation for me coming up that year. I'd, I'd been graded a few times with Seas. I actually got graded in 81 with Seas out of Street Ball, and Bill Anderson was the first great coach, and, and I thought I was too young to be playing, so um, like I, I was only just, just going to turn 17, and I'd have been on the same side as Tugger and Mario and everyone, but yep. I, um, I pulled out, and then for various reasons after that, I... I kept pulling out. I got graded again in '83 and stopped. Didn't play with South. Went and played with East and graded again in '85. But said to him, "Look, I think we can win the Presidents' Cup." So I went back and played Presidents' Cup. We got beaten in the final by Penrith '86. We beat Penrith in the Under-23s Grand Final. But look, to be honest, and I'm, and I'm not trying to bash your ego, but you were a big part of me coming to South in '88. I, I watched that game in '87. At the cricket ground, I don't mean to bring up bad memories for you. Sorry about that. That's but right. um, you know, I'd watch the, I'd watch you throughout the year, and, and you done nothing wrong. And I, and, I, and I was envious of you. You know, I watched you score that try at Redford Oval where you made the big swan dive, and I thought I'm a better footballer than he is. I should be up there too. Like if he can do it, so can I. So, and then in '87, you know, the last game for you in '87 was wasn't one of your better games, but I knew Miss and mine, you're a better footballer than that, and 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 yeah, so. That was a big motivation for me to go to South in 88. Watching you, watching what happened here, thinking, well, look, Mavo's a better footballer. I've watched him throughout all of, all of 87. He scored some great tries. I'd love to put, be able to play on Redford Oval in front of a full house. And, yeah. and so, yeah. Um, and then you, I think you made your debut in 88. Do you remember that? Yeah, my first, first grade run-on, I actually played in the last Charity Shield game at Redford. I was in a run-on side that night. Um, Michael Blake was late to training, so I got, I got called up. But my first grade debut, run on was against Illawarra um, when they were Illawarra at the, at the old football stadium I think it was about round three or four yep. um, that was my first grade debut I actually scored a try in that game scored a try on debut and what were you 25 year old or something like that uh, or? I was 24 24 years so yeah. you're a bit of a Cody Walker late bloomer yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you've, you've exploded onto the scene yeah yeah come on a bit late but you know it was um, better late than never it was, it was Big motivation for me to prove to everyone at LARPA is, you know, like that, that I can do it. We had another young bloke at, at, from LARPA playing at that time, a young bloke by the name of uh, Graham Lyons, who played State of Origin. And sorry, Chunky, I should have mentioned you too when I when I was talking about the good footballers that come out of LARPA. He was the last bloke to play State of Origin. But Graham being there, that was a big motivation as well, as well as Steve, and and just wanting to prove to the people of LARPA that yeah, I, I can do it. You know, like they give me a nickname, and I wanted to try and live up to that nickname. And, um, and that nickname is Too Good Bruce. Yeah, CGB. So, so I try to live up to that, and you know, like. Well, mate, I think you did. I hope I did. Um, I, I, I ended up playing about 50 first grade games, so I was pretty happy with that. And you want to be happy to score one try or play one game, and you've done a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Loves the camera. Nothing's changed, has it? Hey. <laughs> so I'm here with former Rabbitoh Bruce Longbottom. How are you, mate? Yeah, good day, Steve. Good, mate. Good. The old Rabbitohs flyer. You used to know your way to the try line, didn't you? Oh, mate, that was that was part of it. The game wasn't. It? That was our, our job was to score tries and um, playing in the back line that we played at at South. It was running off Paulie Roberts and Craig Comer. It was easy to score tries. They they hit you in the chest every time. Yeah, yeah. And you're a bit of a late bloomer, but you must have always had a knack to score tries as a young fella. Well. 
it was me. It was one thing I loved doing on a footy field, Steve. I look, I'm old enough now to admit that I wasn't the greatest tackler on the field, but um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I knew my way to the try line, and it was just something I loved doing. I loved scoring tries, and uh, I had the speed, the, the it was natural ability that I had at the young age, and plenty of speed, and yeah, easy. Oh, that's beautiful. Right at it. Where are you from, and what was it like growing up there? I was born, bred, and raised in La Brousse. Look, I'm short, Steve. Born, bred, and raised in La Brousse. Um, great spot, great spot to grow up. I still call myself a La Brousse boy now, even though I'm, I'm living up here in Port Macquarie, which is another great spot. But I've been up, I've been up here 23 years. I still classify myself as a LARPA boy. I suppose, you know, it's like yourself, Steve. You, you can take your boy out of LARPA or Botany, as in your case, and but you'll always belong to that suburb or that area. And, Correct. And yeah. it was, you know, LARPA was just a great place to grow up, surrounded by salt water. A lot of good sportsmen come out of LARPA. Had the Ellers come out of there, Russell Fairfax in the early days. Eric Sims is another great LARPA Roos player. Kevin Longbottom, another famous South player. So. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great place to grow up and um, meet a lot of nice people. Yeah, and you've gone from one beautiful part of the world to another up here at Port Macquarie. We're now at uh, Port Macquarie Golf Course and right near the water here too. Yeah, mate, this is a great spot. Yeah, I think it was, um, this is probably one of the best moves I ever made and it wasn't on a footy field. <laughs> I think the Rabbitohs' first win at the footy stadium was in 1988 and you passed me the ball for the winning try. Yeah, I think I did. Um, come on as a replacement in the second half at half time. Um, I think me and Bronco come on as replacements in the second half back in the day of four replacement rules. And um, I think I think I either passed the ball to Bronco or he's passed it to me. And then, yeah, you've scored in the try, pushing Gilmeister out of the way. So Yeah, I remember that one. And you've scored some memorable tries. I think one at Leicote Oval comes to mind where you took the tap and run straight over, over Paul, Paul Siren. Hey. That was probably my favourite all-time try, you know, like um, Ciro had been giving me a hard time throughout that game, calling me a few choice little words and, and um, yeah, to, to, to push him, but when I look at the video of it, I, I, I took Ciro over the line with me, I took Block Roach over the line with me, I took Benny Elias, so that was... Um, oh, three of the greats. Mate, you, you know, that, like if a bloke wants to get a big head, it's for doing something like that, taking three of them blokes out, especially Ciro, like... As again, Ciro had been giving me a hard time throughout the game, so yeah. to run straight at him from 10 yards out and knock him oh. out of the way. and One of the world's biggest humans. Oh, that's was what? He was. <laughs> the, the other bloke next to him, Steve Roach, wasn't too small. He wasn't neither. small. He wasn't small. <laughs> so, so you've been up here at Port Macquarie for 23 years, and you're telling me you've got three kids, five grandkids? Yeah, three sons. Um, we moved up here for a better lifestyle for them. As soon as they were old enough, they all moved back to Sydney. <laughs> but um, yeah, I got five five beautiful grandkids, three granddaughters, and two grandsons. Uh, there, um, you, you don't realise how much you love someone until you've got grandkids. It's a, it's a completely different love that you've got for your own kids. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's what life's all about, as far as I'm concerned now. And what are you doing? You're driving trucks up here, are you? Yeah, I'm delivering for a company called uh, Our Town Fencing, cruisy job, just. Delivering fences, go up as far as Nambucca, up to Greg's country. Um, not Nambucca, Maxville. Maxville, yeah. Yeah, and down as far as um, Nabiak, down on the highway. So it's pretty cruisy. Um, everything is put on by a forklift, and I take it all off by crane. Yep. Very rare I got to handle anything. So beautiful. It's um, long bottom and glory, glory. 
and that's me playing number 764 and yep. and I got this tattoo and my cousin George he played in the in the 83 reserve grade grand final he's seen my one and went out and got one exactly the same <laughs> he just he changed the number naturally but yeah he got one the same as mine good <laughs> on you Georgie yeah and look the Longbottom name it's it's steeped in uh, rugby league tradition isn't it it is yeah like Kevin Longbottom the, probably the most famous of all of us um, and uh, you know I feel honoured when I'm put in the same sentence as Kevin Longbottom when people mention my name and Kevin Longbottom's name in the same sentence as, as a young bloke growing up in Harper. Uncle Lummy was a bloke that we all looked up to and to be mentioned in the same net breath as him is, is a good thing and, and George is his, his nephew, George's father is, um, is Lummy's brother and Graham Lyons also even though he's um, Cliffy Lyons' first cousin, their fathers are brothers his mother's a long bottom, so he, uh, you know he's, he's got the dream running through him. And also, young Josh Cook, that's now playing with Canterbury. Yep. He's my nephew. Yes. Hopefully, young Josh will be able to kick the goal at Canterbury. I think I think Canterbury's gain is is really South's loss. I don't think yeah. South should have let him go. But yeah, yeah. So um, shame, you know, there, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of good blood running running around through through um, South Sydney and now Canterbury, and also um, South Juniors. There's a lot of good good young footballers, I believe, running around in there. So. Lovely touch, mate. Yeah, young Bowl. He, um, president of the Lightbrewers Football Club. He's been doing that for a few years now. Um, mate, he, he, he's got a lot of willpower, old Anthony. He give up drinking. He hasn't had a drink for over five years. I, I applaud him for that. I think it's um, it's a great effort for him to give it up. I know he uh, he sort of had no choice. He made a bit of a bit of a pig of himself some nights. But, um, but you know, he, he swears off it now. And I know... Um, I'm his older brother, and he even has a go at me for having a beer every now and then. So well, him and um, Adrian Anson run a pretty tight ship out there. They they um they, they look after the kids and everyone. And now they've got um, David's wife Cherie. She's the um I think she's the secretary out there now. So she's pretty good with the with the funds. And um, I know they've got a lot of sponsors, and and they're well looked after. La Perouse United Footy Club, but I think they've got three good people running the club now. So um, yep yep. So they 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 you know they're. They're heading well. I just I'd love to see them get get an A grade side back up and running, not get out of this A reserves. I don't I don't believe in that. I think yeah they should be if they're going to have a side, it should be in the in the main A grade group. Did you ever win an A grade with Larpa? No, I didn't. I never ever won a grand final with Larpa. Played in quite a few. I'd hate to think how many grand finals I played in. Who used to beat you? Mascot. Ah. Waterloo beat us one year when we were when we were fifteen. They beat us three two. They scored with 15 seconds to go. No. We kicked the penalty goal in the first five minutes, and then 15 seconds to go, they scored a try. Gee. So we had no had no comeback to that game. Unfortunately, Big Rossi Arrington got sent off in that game, and that's that's where they got us. They got us out wide. Me and Roscoe were in the centres, and uh, that is a big loss for any team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, Roscoe was built the same way back then as he as he was when Gary Worth tried to tackle him head on. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, and uh, Waterloo just got us throwing the ball out the back line. They got the overlap and scored in the corner, and the rest they say is history. But yeah, look, I, I played in um, quite a few grand finals. I played two years with Kenzo and played in two grand finals with Kenzo. Won one, lost one, and there you go. Played a year with Mascot, played in the grand final with them, and played a year with Moor Park and got beaten in the in the final to go into the grand final. So been pretty lucky when it comes to playing on the old Red Penable. I got to play a lot of games there. I love that ground. Yeah, me too. Thanks for the game, mate. Thanks, Maverick. Enjoyed it. Mate, I've had a ball. Thank you.